Welcome to the Stoner Chicks Podcast, a podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. I'm Stephanie Thompson. I'm Phoebe Richards. I'm Grace Penzel. And I'm Kayla Teal. That's right, everyone. And we're here to talk to you about everything stonerific. But we'd like to thank someone first. Yeah, we have a new Patreon subscriber Ooh. and we're so excited it's Margo from California. Thank you so much, Margo. Oh, Margo. Pew, 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 pew. I love you. I hope to see you at the smoke sesh. Yeah. Hell yeah. Join I'm us. I'm not at telling that. a stranger I love them. I know Margo. Unless this is another Margo from California that I don't know. That would be a wild coincidence. That would be Margo. wild. That would be wicked crazy. (laughs) But yeah, uh, we hope to see you at the Smoke Sesh. We have a Smoke Sesh every month for our Patreon subscribers, uh, $6 and up. So thanks, Margo. Uh, I'm so glad to be back in the Northwest, you guys. Yay. Listeners, we got to hang out in person. Now, actually, two times. We've hung out two times, all four of us. It's been so magical. So magical. And when we hung out about a week ago to watch the Stoner Movie Book Club together, we ate tots. We really ate some tots. We really the the <laughs> most we the most we could have been eating tots we did. Yeah. We went to up to an eleven in tot eating. <laughs> Phoebe's partner Ben, they made us over twenty different dipping sauces. Yes. All in their own little squeeze bottle. All labeled perfectly. It was legit. It might be one of the greatest acts of love I have ever Aww. experienced in my life. <laughs> Thank Aww. you, Ben. Love you. And there were three different shapes of tots. We had the crowns, we had regular, and we had mini. I don't really get the mini ones, I'll be honest. Oh, those were my favorite. They were my favorite, too, because it had the perfect crust to potato ratio for me. Completely agree. Mm. See, I feel that with the crispy crowns. They've got that nice yes. flat little coin of fried potato goodness. <laughs> I'm with Grace. That was my favorite, and I like that crispiness. Or I want the bigger tot where it's just like there's a lot of potato, and it, I can really like get the sauce in there. Okay, so maybe we can inspire y'all. What were your top, let's say top two favorite sauces? I'll start. (laughs) Mine was probably uh, the ranch. Ben made a fucking kick-ass ranch. And then second, the Szechuan sauce. Really loved it. Hmm. Ooh, see, I liked the aiolis. There was two, a garlic and a truffle, I believe. Oh, my God. And then I also just love a classic fry sauce. Yeah, the fry sauce was good. Banging fry sauce. I unexpectedly loved French onion. I never would think to dip tater tots in French onion dip, but it was great. And then I liked uh, the buffalo and they put lemon zest in the buffalo sauce, mm-hmm. which I thought was a great mwah, touch. Chef's kiss. 
we it was a big visual chef's kiss that Kayla yeah. just gave us. <laughs> I think my top two would be the garlic aioli, classic, always one of my faves. Mm-hmm. And then actually, so the many of the sauces are still in our fridge, and the one that I have found the most interesting uses with has been the sweet and sour sauce, oh. which was not nearly in the top two for with tots although it was fine but it's been i made a chicken burger with it and i put it on my eggs the other day and it was actually really interesting (laughs) so those are my the two i'm gonna shout out shout out (laughs) that sounds like really good actually on the eggs yum 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 yum. Mm -hmm. (laughs) i love sauces yeah it was very fun and then we hung out again and had a pizza party pizza party and homemade ice cream. We've just been spoiled. Oh, God, oh yeah. Kayla's partner made us Oreo ice cream. Another lovely act of love. Yeah, separating all the cream from the <laughs> from the cookie. Yeah. I hadn't told everyone he was making us ice cream, and everyone was like, just thought it was normal that he would take all the filling out of his cookies. <laughs> Hot take after being there and trying it for the first time. I think that gluten-free Oreos are better than mainstream Oreos. I also think so. And I think it's because sometimes products will to kind of over like compensate for the lack of gluten with more sugar. They taste sugarier to me. And I like that. I also just really like rice flour. It kind of lightens the whole thing, brightens the whole thing up a little bit. Mm. I don't know what I'm talking about. I know nothing of baking or flour. (laughs) Well, now we need some bakers on here. (laughs) You want to eat some bakers? Oh, Steph wants to eat some bakers. (laughs) Because they got so many yummy treats inside them. (laughs) Yeah. We should have a cannabis chef on the podcast or like a cannabis baker Ooh, yeah yeah like dope kitchen dope kitchen is a dream guest of mine putting that out into the universe dream guest of kayla we could probably just ask her i'll just email her (laughs) (laughs) yeah be bold ask yeah if it's somebody that i think we could easily meet and be friends with i don't think it's you know seth rogan is more like a dream guest we were talking about that Ooh. Rihanna. Rihanna's a dream guest. <laughs> Rihanna, I feel like it's like I don't even who might even ask. Exactly. <laughs> who am I to try to contact Rihanna? Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee she has better things to do. <laughs> and I I don't say I feel like Seth Rogan, no, he doesn't have better things to do. He should come on our podcast. <laughs> but like Rihanna, I gotta say, she probably does. She probably has, like, better things to do than most people. Like, run an empire. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear Seth Rogen talking about when he was front row at the Adele concert, and he didn't realize she was filming, like, a TV special, and he was oh, yeah. just ripped in the yeah. front row? And he was like, why did you put me here, Adele? Why am I in the front row? I'm so high. <laughs> He's like, Drake was behind me. Why wasn't Drake in the front row instead of me? <laughs> Well, so yeah, we had our hangs, and as Grace mentioned on one of those, we watched a movie, and it's our first Stoner Movie Book Club of 2022, y'all. I almost forgot what year it is. (laughs) 
It's easy to deny the passage of time. Yeah. It's our first donor <laughs> movie book club of 2022, y'all. And we watched the motherfucking moving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The motherfucking moving yes. movie. Clueless. <laughs> motherfucking clueless. Air horn. Pew, 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 pew. pew, pew. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Phoebe had said in one of our previous episodes that we're shifting the idea of Stoner Movie Book Club a little bit to rather than movies that could solely be classified as a female-led stoner comedy to expand that to movies in which there is are scenes of women smoking pot yeah. and how these movies treat that and approach that depiction. So... Uh, of course, we are still on the lookout for any female-focused stoner comedies, and we'll keep watching those as they come. But we're just expanding it a little. So we're starting with Clueless, which is a favorite of at least half of us. Stephanie, would you consider Clueless a favorite? Absolutely. It's a, a nostalgia movie for me, for sure. Yeah. So going into this viewing, three-fourths of us already, it's a, it's a high-loved movie for ourselves. We watched the movie Clueless, the 1995 released comedy directed by Amy Heckerling. And that makes this the second Amy Heckerling film we have watched for Stoner Movie Book Club. It's pretty rad. The first was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Which we loved. (laughs) And so, yes, we have Clueless. I mean, it was a huge hit when it came out. I feel like it's still very culturally important. Amy Heckerling wrote this originally as a TV show, not based on Emma, which then it didn't get picked up by anyone. And someone then decided to pick it up to make it a movie. And she was trying to think of how to write it as a movie. And she was like, oh, this is basically the story of Emma. So then she went back and just like worked the entire script to sort of be the story of Emma told in a modern high school. Emma by Jane Austen, if you don't Yes. In case. Emma by Jane Austen, in case you don't know. And yeah, it's a great comedy. Amazing cast. Many of I mean, it's Paul Rudd's first movie. Like I said, it has Alicia Silverstone. It's Brittany Murphy's first movie. R.A.P. I love you, girl. We love Brittany Murphy. Yeah. Rest in peace. And so, yeah, if you have not seen this movie, highly suggest. It's great. I'm guessing most people have, but I'm sure lots haven't. So... Let's dive in and talk about the movie. Kayla, I'm curious about your thoughts, because going into it, you're the one who had perhaps no experience or the least experience with watching it. Yeah, this was my first watch through, and I thought it was so funny. It was, I I knew it was a comedy, but it was a lot funnier than I thought it was going to be. I think the hardest I laughed was um, when the main character shares dad. (laughs) You know what part I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, Ty comes over for, oh, Ty, Brittany Murphy's character, comes over for dinner and is meeting this high-powered lawyer dad for the first time. <laughs> yeah, and she's they're sitting at, like, the dinner table, and so Alicia Silverstone's in the seat we always see her in, and then Brittany Murphy, Ty, is sitting in the seat that we've always seen the dad in. <laughs> And he, like, enters the room, and so she starts being like, Daddy, I want you to meet my new friend Ty. And he just goes, get out of my chair. Yeah, get out of my chair. (laughs) 
<laughs> Kayla had... laughed so hard we like rewound it and rewatched it. <laughs> and some jokes get funnier are the funniest on the first time you hear them and some are funnier the more you hear them and this one just got funnier and funnier. <laughs> I think we watched it four times and I was crying. <laughs> Can we play a clip from that clip yes, from the movie? For sure. You're right, Daddy. This is my friend Ty. Get out of my chair. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the most precious moments. Yeah. And then uh, what was your impression, Kayla? Like, who did you have a favorite character? I was in love with Paul Rudd. I mean, he was such a dreamboat, wasn't he? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't believe that was his first ro- big role. That's cool. He did great. Yeah. I was a little concerned with his age difference with Delicia Silverstone, <laughs> but... Yeah. But, I mean, he's just in college, right? In the movie? Yeah. And they're... So but he's under 22. He's, yeah, but if he's over 18 and she's under 18, then technically that's... Not good. I know a lot of people that have issue with the fact that they were step-siblings and the age difference. I really don't... Don't? And I don't... I don't know. When I... I mean... I had all my friends dated older guys when I was in high school, so. And they pro- they might know. not have even if if they fucked it might not be illegal because of Romeo and Juliet laws. Do you know about those? What? What? Some states have Romeo and Juliet laws that uh, make it so that if you're really close in age and one of you is over eighteen, one's under eighteen, it's like you can get legal forgiveness for that. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, yeah. There you go, listeners. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah, but not all states have that, so be careful. Yeah, and hey, I'm all for moving towards culturally where it's weirder for guys that are in college to date high school girls. I'm not saying if I had a high school daughter, I would want her dating an older guy. I'm just saying no. I don't know if I think Clueless is promoting something really problematic. I think it's pretty common, and in you know my whole in Emma, she's marrying her cousin, so. I think that's why they oh, made that's it right. ex-stepbrother because they needed, they're trying to keep sort of a family thing. And I don't know. Yeah. I liked their storyline. It was yeah. cute. It was. One of my favorite parts, just the components of this movie is just, it's so iconic. All the fashion, all the, all the language that they use is just now kind of just an iconic of that generation. In the nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of the nineties. It's just, you can't get away from it in that movie, and it's I love it. I lick it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, the performances are so good in that movie. It is so well mm-hmm. cast. Phoebe, how old were you when this movie came out? I would have been eighth grade, and I remember oh, seeing it in the theater. It would have probably been, I want to say, well, I should have looked up what month it came out. I want to say it came out in the spring, and so it was like the end of my eighth grade or maybe the like entering freshman year. It was like right in that time. Wow. And I loved it. And I saw it with my mom, who I used to always see movies with, and we both thought it was great. Because there's a lot of movies I liked about teenagers, but I was very aware. I was like, oh, this is actually like a good movie. I think I saw this for the first time when I was probably like six or seven years old. I My mom was a real Jane Austen fan and liked the 1996 adaptation of Emma with My Root, Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm -hmm. So... (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I also liked that yeah. movie and saw that with my mom. <laughs> yeah, I so I I watched this from like a young age. Stephanie, what were your thoughts on this viewing? Or what? How old were you when you first saw it? Actually, mm, I think I saw it in middle school, so I had to been maybe sixth or seventh grade. I don't remember seeing it in the theaters. 
Um, but I haven't watched this movie all the way through in a couple years. I have it on VHS tape, but I haven't watched it all the way through, like sitting down in quite a long time. I really enjoyed it for the, I don't know, the 10th time I've seen it. Um, I totally forgot. I remember the one scene where they smoke marijuana, but I forgot that the first scene you see Brittany Murphy's character, she's like, you want some herbal refreshment? I know. <laughs> yeah, have right some away. herbal refreshment? Yeah. Like right away. Well, this is a like... great time then. I want to pause and go right back to what you're saying. Let's move into, so now how we felt like this, how does this movie use weed and what we think it's saying about it? So, yeah, I feel like pretty much the all the weed content is focused sort of around Ty, the Brittany Murphy character who's new to the school. And yeah, Steph, as you were saying, one of the first things she says to the lead share, Alicia Silverstone, is... Or something like that. Yeah, because they're like, like no, we got herbal. coke. And she's like, no shit, you got coke here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, later we have... There's like the stoner character who's like a skateboarder who's played by Breckenmeyer. And that's who I had a really big crush on when I was seeing this movie. Again, I have said before, I always like the cute stoner boys. Uh, and they show him and there's even the scene where Cher like is like Ty are you talking about weed (laughs) she has like a whole kind of monologue about this is how we treat weed at this school you don't do it every day there's certain yeah you do it you want to get blazed at a party is one thing I think she says as a 16 year old and someone who's older than you it's one thing to spark up a doobie at a party but it is an entirely other thing to get something every day yeah so that's her advice yeah so the one pot smoking scene in the movie is they're all at a party the famous party where britney murphy sings rolling with the homies you ready to go back out there yeah i am all right sherry can you do this rolling with the homies rolling with the homies yeah let's do it you're ready (laughs) which is maybe the most famous like weird thing from a movie but uh and they, like most of the characters, they, they all smoke a joint and pass it, share Alicia Silverstone and all of them smoke and get high. And that's, I think, the only actual pot smoking scene. So how do we feel the movie, what is the movie's view on weed, do we think? Well, I think it's an interesting question because Elisa Silverstone giving that little speech about like when it's okay to smoke isn't necessarily the movie's take on it, right? Because Cher's supposed to kind of be a prude or like a little bit of a square. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, later on in the movie, because Travis, wait, his name's Travis, right? Yeah. Because Travis Travis Birkenstock. Because Travis Birkenstock (laughs) has been established as the stoner and kind of the burnout towards the end of the movie his character arc is that he gets sober as it and is in like an aa or narcotics anonymous yeah for and weed. like turns in like donates his bong to the pismo beach relief fund drive <laughs> oh yeah because <laughs> he doesn't need it anymore he so, donates yeah. it though. she was like i guess uh, i'll put it with kitchen supplies and he's like that's, he's where, like, that's I where i kept I... it Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. You know exactly all the words too. So, um, but, but yeah, I, I don't know. It seemed 
it seemed like a casual approach, like about how yeah. teenagers would feel about it and interact with it. I mean, it's interesting if you sort of compare it to Fast Times, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which was early 80s, which is a much more just sort of like honest look at teens, even though it has like silly stuff and, and silly characters. You know, there's the abortion in it and like weed or drinking happens. It's not really a good or a bad. The movie's not really preaching. Not that Clueless is preaching, but I do think it's interesting that Clueless is mid-90s, which is a lot more, there's more of an anti-drug, say-no climate. And I think she sort of handles it with, like, it's pretty casual. It's like, hey, it's fine to smoke weed sometimes. But I do think it takes a sort of, like, but it can be an addiction, so be careful. But considering it is a movie about teens, I don't know if I think that's so awful. Like, I don't think it's saying anything really bad, but it, I definitely think it sort of is like a marijuana does make you dumber and can be dangerous because Ty, the Brittany Murphy character and Breckenmeyer character end up together after he's clean. And I think you could argue it's sort of like now he's now he's good for her. Now mm. he's boyfriend material. Yeah. But also it's obviously not like weed's terrible. I mean, our lead share smokes it and there's no consequences. Yeah. I like how they depicted a like a they're the school having a stoner click. I guess they kind of had that in fast times. It was only like three dudes, but this yeah, time it's it was like just a three whole dudes in a section bus. of the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This time it's a whole section of a of the lawn, but they're they're I mean very much a stigma maybe depiction yeah. of what a stoner is. They're just burnout um, deadheads basically. So, interesting question. How do we want to do bong ratings now? I feel like we can just rate the movie with our bong rating, or do we want to figure out a rating system that is about, like, how we feel it celebrates weed? I think we should do a just how we enjoyed the movie, I guess. Right? Great. Mm-hmm. Well, then I'm at a full five bong hits. Rips. I'm at a five bong hits. Bong rips. It's almost a perfect movie i'm gonna go 4.7 out of five bong rips <laughs> i'm gonna go five out of five baby boom 5. baby one turn boom baby. <laughs> boom baby boom <laughs> clueless oh i love right. clueless you do and with that here's a smoke break now <laughs> <laughs> fucking now Welcome back from your smoke break. I hope you're nice and toasty. And for the second half, I think I'm going to have Grace introduce us in a fun little quiz game about Clueless. Stoner Movie Book Club Quiz. Trivia. 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 Um, So we're going to do this in two rounds because mm-hmm. while Phoebe and Stephanie are pretty fucking familiar with this film kayla was a novice so i have some separate questions for (laughs) kayla and then we're going to go um head to head with phoebe and steph um that oh god that said i will be keeping track of points and i wish all of you the best of luck thank you three three enter one exits say your prayers and kiss your butt goodbye oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm just kidding. Oh, I was looking around like, who's enforcing this? Sorry. I am. I am everywhere. <laughs> okay, so for Kayla, I have a series of multiple choice questions. First question. When Cher is trying to improve on Ty's worldliness, she has them read books together. What were the names of the two books? Was it Fit or Fat, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, The Atkins Diet, A and B, or B and C? Uh, I remember fit fat. <laughs> so I'll just go with that one. <laughs> it was A and B. Okay. And women are from <laughs> Mars or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they all go to a party. Where was this party? Was it A, Venice Beach, C, Burbank or wait, B <laughs> Burbank or C the Valley. C the Valley. You get another point. Yay! <laughs> and I was like ten bong ribs deep when we watched this, so <laughs> Yeah, this is impressive. Drowning right. in bong ribs. <laughs> you had you loaded like how many bongs? Four? Mm. There was quite a few pieces going around. <laughs> it was great. It was a it treat. Was celebration. Celebrate stoner chicks. Come on. But but <laughs> all right. So um at a certain point, um Paul Rudd's character, Josh, walks in on Cher watching a cartoon. What was the cartoon? Was it A Pinky and the Brain? B Ren and Stimpy, or C, Beavis and Butthead? B, Ren and Stimpy. Woohoo! All right. Now I have one more question that's multiple choice and then one that's not. Okay, so this one is multiple choice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the warning. <laughs> Beware. Uh, Ty is watching... A commercial in the other room when Josh and Cher are talking. Is it a commercial for A, Mentos, B, Coca-Cola, or C, Double Mint Gum? A, Mentos. Mentos, fresher, Mentos. Okay, I'm thinking that I might have like made this life. made this too easy for you, Kayla. Well, when I we were watching, I was thinking, ooh, that could be a trivia question. Because <laughs> nice. I knew trivia was coming and I did not want to come up blank. All right. Well, you did your homework. And then the last question that I have is at the party, the teens play a game. What game do they play? Suck and blow. Suck and blow. <laughs> Kayla for five points out of a possible six. Great job. Wow. I like never get trivia questions. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um, okay. So this next round is going to work a little differently. I'm going to give 
Phoebe and Stephanie questions where there's multiple answers and they have to try to get as many of those answers as possible by buzzing in with their name. Whoever gets it first gets to uh, guess one. So, and we're going to go like that. So in the first classroom scene, Travis Birkenstock is identified as having the most tardies, which with with I think the number being 38 tardies. He jumps up to give an acceptance speech. What <laughs> are the different things that he is, who does he think during the acceptance speech? And then, then you'll call in with your name. So either Phoebe. say Phoebe or Kayla. Okay, we've got uh, Phoebe for the first one, name one. Uh, the Metro bus driver for taking a chance on an unknown kid. <laughs> you got one. And then uh, we'll go to Stephanie. Oh, I am so bad at memory stuff. Uh, I was going to say that bus, I think the bus driver is the only one I remember. All right. Well, Phoebe. Go, well let's bounce back to Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's for taking a long time to make those tiny egg McMuffin sandwiches. That's right. <laughs> and the last one, Phoebe, can you name it? I'll be honest. I don't remember right now. All right. I know that's the first one. And I know as soon as you say it, I'll remember. It's his parents for never giving him a ride parents. to school. Yes. I knew yes, it. the obvious one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. So that is two points for Phoebe. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's not it's it's not that kind oh, of sorry. competition. Uh good play, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> During her driving test, the DMV instructor giving her the test names several things that she did wrong in order to fail. How many can you name? Stephanie here. Stephanie. <laughs> um, she hit a car. She sideswiped a car. Yes, that's right. Ding, ding, ding. Damaged private property. Phoebe. Yes. She can't park. Yes, she can't park. <laughs> Stephanie. That is one. Yes, Stephanie. She didn't look when she turned. Or she didn't stop when she turned. Yeah, it says you can't. she can't make right turns. Very good. Ding, ding. Yes. She's driving in two lanes. Uh, can't switch lanes. Yes, okay. that is can't one. Can't switch lanes, yeah. And there's one more. He doesn't list that she almost hit the biker, does he? No, he does, that she almost killed someone. Okay, there we go. So, I couldn't remember that he said that weird. <laughs> Yay. That's you know what I think is funniest point. about the driver's test is that she's been driving the whole movie. Yeah. And you didn't know she didn't have her <laughs> license. <laughs> Because the dad's like, and no more driving around with Dion, because Dion's our best friend. Two permits don't equal a license, which is funny, because I feel like that means that's what they were like. Well, we both have permits. <laughs> that yeah. equals one license. In the first 30 seconds of the movie, she smashes into someone's like pot, like planter that they have on the curb. Yeah, in the car her dad bought her for her birthday when she was 15. <laughs> All right, and I have one final category. All right, so as we all know, Clueless has an amazing soundtrack. We're going to 
give four possible song slots and whoever can name the most gets it. So uh, let's go back and forth on this one. Um, Steph, because you're coming from behind, why don't you start? Name one song on this Clueless soundtrack. I'm so bad with names and songs, even in things that I've listened to a thousand times. I the Rolling with the Homies is the only one I think I can name. But All you right. have to well, know the artist, can... right? No? Just the song title? Sorry, I'm being do competitive. You know <laughs> I do not That's know okay. the artist because I don't know names to anything. I don't know the names to my favorite artists, so... Fair enough. I'm going to give it to Steph. That's fine. Uh, that is Rolling with the Homies by Coolio. Oh, it's Coolio? Oh, I just got Coolio. Who's Coolio? Uh, no, I said, oh, that's Coolio. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. That makes more sense. Uh, Phoebe. Yeah. No, yeah. So we're trading off. So it's your turn. Okay. Uh, Teens of America by Kim Wilde, I believe. Uh, Kids in America by The Muffs. I'm going to say. Oh, shit. That oh, is a that's miss. a cover of a Kim Wilde song. That sucks. Okay, fine. <laughs> You're still ahead. <laughs> All right. I can go again. All right, Steph. Nothing. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, Phoebe, go ahead. Well, Sorry. there's two Radiohead songs. There's Fake that's Plastic right. Trees. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's yes. Fake Plastic Trees. And I don't remember the name of the other one. That's okay. I'll give it to you. Is it the Benz? Uh no, it's definitely not Karma Police, is it? That no. was the Benz. It's from the anyway, Benz, but it's... you got it because Fake Plastic Trees is the only one that made it onto the soundtrack. Oh, okay. Uh, there's so... also shit. What's who's the band that's playing? Uh, oh Walking. yeah, I know what you're. You're never about. gonna handle <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a good impression. So can I entertain? So can I I got a panamina. Uh, I have the answer for you right here, which is the Mighty Mighty Bostones with right. Where'd Damn You it. Go? It's the Mighty Mighty Bostones. Oh, and, and there's so many more. What's, um, oh, well, I don't remember what song it is, but what's his name is really into the cranberries. And he's, when he's yes. driving, it's whatever, it's the turn away, turn away, turn I away. Love my- yeah. <laughs> I love my Cranberries CD on the quad. I um, believe that's from whatever. I w- it's like the, their third album, and I didn't listen to them at that what point. What about Billie Holiday? Because uh, she's, and she's like, I don't know oh, him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, and then just for fun, I have one piece of trivia, which is that Stacy Dash, who doesn't hold up, uh, was 29 yeah. at then the oldest per, oldest actor playing one of the kids playing someone almost half her age yeah uh i had some other bonus stuff but you guys fucking crushed it Boom. final scores Boom. are phoebe in the lead with six uh kayla with five and stephanie with three. Oh, three. i thought i had two three <laughs> 
And I don't want to directly compare those to each other because I had very little of a system. But good game, everyone. That was fun. I'm glad I yeah, won. I was in the I was in the B league, so I don't think yeah. you should compare my <laughs> score to theirs. Kayla was the JV player oh, on yeah. this episode. No, no, mm-hmm. no. Um, the rookie who was offered the role of Cher and then had to turn it down before it went to Alicia Silverstone was yeah. Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh. oh yeah. Hmm. I'm glad Alicia wow. Silverstone got it. Oh, Alicia Silverstone is—it's a perfect performance. It's perfect. Yeah. Oh, and then wait, one other tiny piece of trivia was that um, Alicia Silverstone actually didn't know how to pronounce Haitians. Yeah. And Amy Heckerling said, "Don't tell her," so that they could capture her saying Haitians <laughs> naturally. Yeah. <laughs> That's I funny. That. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, but that's great, Grace. Thanks for leading us in that quizzy poo on Clueless. Boop boop boop. Phoebe, congratulations on winning that. Oh, thank think... you so much, Stephanie. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks, listeners, for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the movie as well. You can find us on a lot of social media platforms like Twitter and Instagram. We're also um, on, what's that called? Oh, TikTok. Blech. Tell <laughs> us, what, what's the website? Uh, the website is stonerchickspodcast.com. We can sign up for a newsletter. You can find a link to our Patreon, which is also slash stonerchicks. Find a and lot so of stuff. much fun. There's so much fun to be had. Um, you can do, we have extra bonus content on Patreon. We do a, week, a monthly Zoom session where we get to meet everyone who has a six and up um, membership so come and come and be our be our friend anyway <laughs> yeah if you feel like you could use some more stoner friends in your life the patreon i feel like is honestly a good place to meet some because <laughs> the people that we've met from patreon are so cool so great uh that was abso- great that was great <laughs> grace <laughs> what do stoner chicks always say I want to thank the McDonald's workers for spending hours making those teeny tiny Egg McMuffins without whom I might never be late. (laughs) (laughs) Smoke up, guys. Thank you for listening to the Stoner Chicks podcast. We want to thank our editor, Shari Junko, the composer of our theme music, Jessica Damari, and Ben Redder and AJ Dent for creating our rad cover art. Email us your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Stoner Chicks Podcast.